Optimum Vobis presents Lighthearted Leadership with Dr. Lizette Warner. Hi, I'm Lizette Warner, your data-driven executive coach to busy healthcare professionals and organizations, and I'm here to bring you a lighthearted perspective to a very stressful topic, stress. On today's episode, we're going to be heading into stress and your health. It's that time of year when stress kicks up into high gear for many of us, me included. And usually it happens on any old day of the week. Any day of the week is a great time for stress to to pop in and show and rear its ugly head. So today we're going to talk about a few stress busting strategies that you can use. On Lighthearted Leadership, we're going to explore how you can tap into your relaxation muscles to combat stress. That and more coming right at you. Hello, my lighthearted friends. Thank you for joining us here on Lighthearted Leadership. I am Dr. Lizette Warner, and I'm here to talk to you about stress and your health. I'm going to talk about some of the recent research and some of the things that I was just reading. And I want to leave with you a few techniques that could be really helpful for you if you're facing stress. Now, only you can determine the usefulness of what I'm going to drop here as some of my insights. So leave that for you to take them away, leave them. It's all up to you. It's your choice, right? If it's your first time joining us, stick around for some insights that I'm I'm going to drop along the way. I tend to to leave them. And I, as I said, I'm going to leave them here on the podcast buffet table. So first off, I want to welcome you here. I'm so glad you decided just to take a few moments out of your day to check in with us. Permit me to give you a lay of the lighthearted leadership land here for you, especially if it's your first time joining us. I tend to pick a topic or you can send me one. And if you do that, you can send it to me at Lizette at lightheartedleadership.com. Typically, I pick a topic, something that resonates with busy professionals or sometimes just me. That's right, folks. I'm a bit self-serving here. I record these podcasts really as a reminder to myself. So if no one else listens to them, I do. And it's a good reminder for myself because as a busy healthcare professional, one of the things I'm super guilty of is not taking good care of myself. So this whole stress and healthy habits podcast, it's really for me. And you're invited to listen in as well. It's a bit narcissistic of me, I know. Here's the thing. I do this as a way that I think it's helpful for others too. So maybe I'm a good narcissist. I don't know. Is there such a thing? If not, maybe I can apply for the position. All right. As part of my host duties here on Lighthearted Leadership, I dole out some insights and I do it in a lighthearted way because honestly, life is too short to spend it being stressed out. Now, if you want to be stressed out, sorry, folks, you turned into the wrong show. Now, I can recommend some, maybe a few (laughs) that will be uh, more stressful for you if that's what you're looking for. And if it is, well, more power to you. All right. Anything I present I leave it here on the lighthearted leadership buffet table, so to speak. It's a pretty big spread. And you can feel free to take, 
take away or ignore what I leave for you. If you want to take any of the items I talk about here today, play with them, get them dirty, break them. Honestly, that's completely your decision. On this show, if you break it, <laughs> here's the thing. You don't have to pay for it. Just drop it, leave it on the floor, and the housekeeper will pick it up. Now, the housekeeper, that'd be my English mastiff. He picks up everything off the floor, so no worries. If you drop it, break it, the insights that I leave here for you, it's fine. The education wing of lighthearted leadership said they want me to tell you to exercise new skills responsibly. I am your lighthearted, data-driven coach, happy to present the data to you and perhaps provide you with some resources that you're going to find helpful. All right, let's get into stress. And just to jump right in there, you know, stress is your built-in alarm system. In response to a threat, your body releases hormones like cortisol and adrenaline. Yep, that's right. We're going to get into the science, folks. <laughs> really, I can't help myself. So cortisol and adrenaline crank up your heart rate and your blood pressure. Yes, my physiology <laughs> professors are very proud of my language right now. But, but what happens when cortisol and adrenaline release is, is your heart rate, your blood pressure go up, and, and that ends up sending extra oxygen and glucose to your brain and your muscles, creating this, this hyper alert and ready for action scene. Not like a Hollywood ready for action scene, but you've entered not the twilight zone as <laughs> in Hollywood, but the state known as fight or flight. Now, a quick hit of stress can be extremely useful, really can. So if you've ever swerved your car suddenly to avoid a crash, pulled, you know, a child out of running in front of oncoming traffic, you've benefited from short-term stress and high, maybe high levels of stress, right? And in terms of your health, long-term chronic high stress. Now the kind you're going to experience in response to, you know, swerving in daily traffic or pulling out a kid. Now, long term, that's a different story. That has no health benefits. But if you're doing this on a short term, you know, it's not that big a deal. Because it, it has, that's its purpose, right? The long term is when we get into problems when when you're at that high level of stress state constantly. And before we deep dive on that topic, I want to address the topic of good stress and bad stress. We've talked about it here on the show before. So for you to maintain optimal performance, you need stress. Like stress is good in a certain sense. So so perpetual sort of no stress lifestyle actually leads to weak and poor performance. Your your brain and your body, they they tend to go idle. It's not healthy as a perpetual state. So same thing goes if you're constantly in a high stress state your performance also goes just as poorly like if you think about this the case where you know you're helping a you're in that high stress state and you're uh, pulling a kid out of running into oncoming traffic you know maybe you were walking the dog had groceries right all of that stuff drops to rightly go and engage you to pull the kid out of oncoming traffic. So if you're in that state constantly, though, that your performance goes just as poorly, like you don't get just you don't get as much done, can't concentrate. And and this is a space that we're gonna start the show today. But we won't end here, because I don't like to leave you in stress or in a high stress state. 
but it's good for us to talk about it. So in fact, chronic stress can make you sick. Just fact of the matter. Research has found that chronic stress leads to excess inflammation that weakens your immune response. It slows healing and can worsen the symptoms of any existing health conditions. If you have chronic stress, you might be experiencing symptoms like irritability, anger, fatigue, lack of motivation, feeling nervous or anxious. Now, not all at the same time, but you could. Like there's there's a lot of symptoms that you may be experiencing. Headaches, tearful, muscle tension in your neck, face, shoulders, your jaw clenches, maybe your your hands or your your feet curl too. Could have appetite um, changes, things like that, upset stomach, like sound familiar? (laughs) So in this podcast, we're going to cover at least three strategies that you can use for reducing and responding to chronic stress. Starting with a simple thing you can do anytime, anywhere. Now, you can't eliminate all sources of stress, but many, many are within your power to change. Hear that? It's in your power. You got the power. So here's something that will help you exercise that power. So a thousand people were asked to name stress-relieving strategies by the APA, the American Physiological, no, not Physiological, Psychological Association. These thousand people named 20 different stress-busting strategies. Some are healthier and more productive than others, and I want to leave them here for you. And speaking of productive, I want to invite you to join us on conversations with professional-level coaches. All right, get ready. Get ready to level up your conversations and your helping people conversations, helping people change conversations, whether you're a parent, leader, manager, or coach. Listen to real life professional coaching conversations. Hear some coaching insights from real coaches talking to real clients so you can take home some real insights. Join us on patreon.com forward slash lighthearted leadership and join the PCC coach party today for a once a month coaching party like nothing you've ever experienced. All right, back to the APA's study findings on stress busting strategies. Ready? Some of the productive stress relievers were things like, and it's maybe not even shocking to you, listening to music, walking, exercising, spending time with friends and family, reading, napping, my personal favorite, (laughs) doing a hobby, praying, playing sports, meditating, doing yoga, all of those things typically support well-being. Some counterproductive stress relievers. Now, they can, but they don't always necessarily detract from well-being. This is just what the APA listed, not me, so just don't, yeah, don't, don't take it out on me. But some of the counterproductive stress relievers were found to be watching TV for more than two hours a day, mindless internet browsing, sound familiar, <laughs> eating, drinking alcohol, shopping, I'm like, really, they're taking all the fun out of it. <laughs> Uh, smoking, gambling, 
Now, if you sometimes rely on one of these counterproductive stress relievers, you might try swapping it with a more productive one and compare the results, right? So for example, if you, if you usually eat comfort foods when you're stressed or drink al alcohol, look at maybe reading, walking, listening to music, or spend time with friends instead. And you can set that as an experiment, right? You don't have to do it every single time, but you can set it as an experiment, swap in a more productive strategy, then as an experiment, evaluate its impact. Did it help you? How did you feel? How did you feel during? How did you feel after? And then you can decide from there what you want to do with it. All right. So that's one of the things okay, I'm going to put up here on the coaching buffet table, as I like to say, and maybe that's our hefty starter for today. Not so much in a moose bouche for you. I could, I could stop there because that, that's some pretty hefty insights, but I have so many more notes in front of me. So I, and as I promised you three strategies, we're going to get to the three strategies. So here's the first. Have you ever had someone tell you, <laughs> take a deep breath when you're stressed, like right in the middle of you being stressed. It can be infuriating to hear that when you're stressed, like, oh, just take a deep breath. Of course, you know, it's going to help, <laughs> but it's surprisingly hard to do. So researchers suspect our reluctance. Yeah, there's research on this. <laughs> so researchers suspect our reluctance in this breathing deeply in the middle of stress might be due to our tendency to hold in our, our bellies instead of letting our bellies expand naturally when we inhale. Push past that reluctance and you might be able to successfully counteract your stress response by lowering your blood pressure and your heart rate with those deep breathing techniques. So to do a, a deep breathing practice, it's pretty simple. You've probably done it before. First, you could take a few normal breaths just, just to see how it feels. Next, take a deep breath through your nose. Draw in the air all the way down to your belly. And as you inhale, you know, keep your chest still. Let your lower belly just fully expand. You could even try putting a hand on your belly so just so you, you feel the motion. And when you exhale, exhale slowly through your mouth or your nose, and if your hand's on your belly, then you'll, you'll feel this sensation of your belly, you know, falling, your hand following. And you could repeat that several times. And there, you're done. But for even better results, as you breathe in, you could imagine that the air that you're bringing in brings in calm, relaxing energy into your body. And as you breathe out, you can imagine that you're exhaling tension and anxiety. So that might even help you as well. So breathing deeply whenever you're stressed, it's an excellent, it's an excellent start. However, you know, to get to that point, what you might consider, and what I'll leave here on the podcast table, is to practice that breathing technique when you're not stressed. Because when it's part of your practice, when you're not stressed, it's much easier to lean into when you are stressed. And you could take this a little bit further even to begin a focused relaxation practice just as part of your everyday routine. 
So I want to leave you with, with three relaxation rituals. And these have been found to have positive health benefits. So pick the one that sounds most appealing to you. Give it a try. So the first one is to start that deep breathing practice, just like we, we just talked about. And when you practice deep breathing, as I said, it becomes much easier to do in a tense moment when you're practicing it, when you're not in a tense state. And you can use that deep breathing practice we just, we just went through and focus on your breath and practice until you can get it up to maybe, I don't know, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you, you set the timer, right? And to do that, you can do what we just practiced, or you can sit or lie down comfortably. You can close your eyes. Not, not if you're driving. If you're driving, please keep your eyes open <laughs> or handling heavy equipment. Keep your eyes open. But for later, when you're practicing this in your day you know you can sit or lie down close your eyes keep them open just inhale through your nose and feel your breath as it flows down to your belly and as your belly expands maybe at the end of your inhale you can pause just for a second or two and then fully exhale through your mouth or your nose and bring your attention to your breath as it goes in and out of your body, this, this constant motion, in and out, pausing at the end of the inhale, pausing at the end of your exhale. And when your attention wanders away from your breath, because it will, just gently bring your attention back to the sensation of air flowing in and out. That's it. So that's the first one. The second one is to, to use guided imagery. So you could, to do this, similar sort of thing, you know, you're sitting or laying down. Doing this before bed is actually a really nice way to get to bed and to sleep. <laughs> I like doing this one because I immediately go to sleep. So to, to do this one, you would conjure up just a peaceful environment. And again, the, the key here is to do this when you're not stressed, right? Bring up that peaceful environment for, for you. What does that look like? And fully engage your imagination. So to give it a try, you know, you could, you could sit and just picture yourself in, a, in your ultra relaxing place. Where is it? What do you see nearby? What's off in the distance? What's the temperature? What do you feel against your skin? Are you moving, sitting, standing, lying still in this, in this relaxing place of yours? And then bring to mind, what do you smell? What do you hear? And once you've set the scene fully with your senses, you could spend a few or several minutes there enjoying the experience and that is guided imagery the other that i'll leave here on the podcast table for you is uh, this was an interesting one so this is is progressive muscle relaxation so you can tense and relax your muscles one body part at a time 
And again, do this when you're not stressed so that when you are, you can easily it, it trigger it to, okay, let's tr give this a try, right? So the way this works is you can, you can start by squeezing a set of muscles and you can start from your feet, work your way up or start from the top of your head and work your way down. You, you pick or just, you would squeeze just a set of muscles like your feet, toes, whatever. Hold them squeezed for five seconds and then release. Again, like around five seconds or so. And then you just progressively work up your body, down, around, whatever. You pick. <laughs> and that, my lighthearted friends, are the three relaxation te techniques I want to leave with you today. And that is a wrap for our show today. And I want to ask you, what did you learn today? Anything? And if so, what, what was that? You can feel free to share with me on the show notes page. Because today we talked about three, well actually we talked more than three ways, but <laughs> we talked at least about three relaxation techniques that you can use. Three relaxation rituals, breathing, guided imagery, and progressive muscle relaxation. So what have you discovered about yourself today? And what are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with that knowledge? If it's, if it's new, if it's refreshed, consider taking one of those and playing with it. All right. I want to thank you for joining us today. If you like the show, then consider following us over at lightheartedleadership.com and let others know about us. I cover topics plaguing busy people and leaders in a simple and lighthearted way, and hopefully I leave some insights along the way for you. I work with busy healthcare professionals from the industry to the clinic, from the C-suite, all across the organization. If I can help you with your leadership journey, look me up, connect with me over on LinkedIn, and don't forget to join us for a coaching party over on patreon.com forward slash lighthearted leadership. All right. Thank you, my lighthearted friends, for joining me for today's show. Join me next time for another peek into lighthearted insights for your life. You have been listening to Optimum Vobis Presents Lighthearted Leadership with Lizette. Life is a winding road. No telling where it goes. Driving through days and nights. Won't stop for traffic lights.